Hello, and welcome back to the Half-Assed Podcast, episode two. And today, we're going to talk about something everybody loves, video games. Am I, am I right, Jake? That was the most original, normie YouTube intro I've ever heard for a podcast. I mean, come on, we just got to jump right into it, because look, like, we just get like, right I, into I topics know. here. Yeah, if we're going to go right into it, we need hot takes straight off the bat. Uh, damn all right so we're just like so we are getting straight into it yeah today we're gonna be talking about our hottest video game takes and your guys's hottest video game takes uh i'm not gonna be able to contribute much i barely play games outside of fps's nowadays uh but i am getting back into it slowly uh for me i kind of play a lot of everything uh rhythm games i play or you, you can contribute to the rhythm games part um play fps's i play action adventure i play uh adventure like soulsborns uh jrpgs uh, i think that's just about covers it so far yeah i mean the the games i play i mean yeah i'll play like phone games i i play arc nights uh and then muse dash you know rhythm games i do that in between uh like if i'm waiting for somebody to get online to play games i'll just throw into muse dash or if like i'm about to go somewhere and got like 20 minutes to kill i'll play some play some of that um, but mo- mostly nowadays, I just kind of play video games. If my friends are on, uh, they're on a lot, like Jake or my brother or other people. Don't want to play Overwatch or COD, so I'll hop on then. But like, as far as like gaming for myself, I haven't really done. Um, yesterday, I actually beat Hi-Fi Rush, um, though. That's the first game I've beaten since Dong and Ropa V3. And uh, I actually, they, I'm just glad I brought that up because I have a hot take now. But uh, I beat Dong and Ropa V3 over two years ago. Uh, 2020 was like the last time I actually like beat any games. I beat every single Dog and Ropa and then Persona 5 Royal. And then didn't really play any other games after that. And then before that, the only game I had beaten was Spider-Man 2018. Uh, and then I haven't beat any games since high school. So can count how many games I've beaten on one hand recently. And it's like, it's something I'm sad about. I used to be super passionate about video games, but... Hopefully, like this podcast, having discussions about games uh, and Hi-Fi Rush will get me back into video games. I already have another one planned um, for when I have free time within the next week that I'm going to try to start and beat. So what I'm hearing is you're going to be streaming Elden Ring. <laughs> I mean, I could reach. I, I got a, well, I, I want to say halfway through, but it's absolutely not. I got like 10 hours in to the second uh, Which boss are you area. Uh, I think I'm about to fight uh, the it's, it's, I'm not halfway through at all, but about to fight the. Uh, I want to say the third one, but it's not. Uh, it's right after. Uh, it's not Godric. What's the one right after Godric? It's it's after him. The wolf. Yeah, it'll, I think I'm about to fight that guy. Yeah, so you're. <laughs> that's the third boss. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because you, you fight Godric, you fight. Or sorry, no, Godric is the second one. There's the uh, the guy right before him. Whatever. Um, is there? It starts with an M. No, no, no. Oh, that's the first, the first one. Bar, Margit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Margit, Margit, Godric, and then Ronnie. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not there at all, dude. Like I said, yeah, I dude, you're, you're, you're not even half. The halfway part is when you fight uh, Morgoth. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you could call I mean, it the halfway point. I play, I, so I do start a lot of games that I don't finish them, and it's just a very bad habit. Like I said, I have this. I'm looking at it right now. My ottoman mentioned it yesterday or uh, on last episode that. I have a bunch of games. I just buy the steel books. Don't, don't open them. <laughs> Bad habit of mine. But you know, like I said, I aim to change that. I have my PS5 sitting right here. Uh, I spent all that money on it. I might as well use it for things more than just COD. 
Yeah, that's crazy because I, 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 um, I do have a PS5 as well. You know, Spotify won't be able to look at it, but it's there. It is right underneath the mic. YouTube mm. listeners, you can see it right underneath it. I mean, all my stuff's like right here. I mean, where my yeah. right arm's pointing, you can see it right here. So, well, it's because I have my TV on the wall too. So, I still have to do something with that. But I don't know yet. Uh, anyways, um, PS5 is only be used to to watch Crunch Country Roll. I'll be honest. Uh, <laughs> uh, I really, I don't think I've bought a bought a lot of games on the PS5. I think I think I've only bought bought like four. One of them being COD. Um, a lot of PS4 games that I have to I have to be uh, Catherine Full Body, uh, Do Six Machina, uh, DMC Five, which I'm playing right now. Uh, Nero Tabana is is on the list as well because I, I started playing that uh, with the with the introduction of the Steam Deck to my console library. Uh, it's really I'm slowly picking at my backlog because it's it's something I could just bring to work and then when I'm on my break I can just take 15 minutes, just play whatever I want and then put it back it's one of the uh one of the joys of using the steam deck mm, um, uh, i was gonna say i mean the steam deck reminded me that i have a switch uh i mean i beat pokemon sword but i i really don't consider pokemon games like beating them it, it's 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 very you, you beat too. the main story the the real goal of pokemon is the end game and you're just farming I mean, I did a lot. I mean, I guess I can I can throw in Pokemon into that mix too, because I put over hundred hours into Sword and Shield, and I did all the end game stuff. So yeah, it's I'm, still it's still Vigi games. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, uh, I think last game that I beat was Sonic Frontiers. Uh, I think I actually let me check. Uh, I think I a hundred percented it in like thirty hours or forty. Can't remember. Um, Big Sonic fans as well. Uh, I recently played Mania because I never got it. Actually, never mind. It took me 21 hours to beat the whole thing. <laughs> Eric, 100% it. Jesus. I'm a nut. <laughs> to be fair, there wasn't a whole lot to do after that. But yeah, I mean, call me when they add Shadow the Hedgehog, dude. Oh, God, dude. Dude, once they add Sonic Unleashed on PC, it's over. It's like, it's actually over. I'm going to play the fuck out of it. The only Sonic game right now is not on PC, with the exception of like DS games or whatever. But a mainline Sonic game. I don't think there's anything else that I could talk about about games besides me. Well, uh, also get Steam Deck because you will learn to love it a lot. I will at some point. I cannot afford anything right now. I well because I... you just how much money do you spend on a figures? Oh, it wasn't figures. That was actually the least like expensive purchase, uh, and I got charged that right before everything. Uh, just I'm talking about like actual life stuff that my money just got drained, <sighs> bleeded from my pocket that I couldn't control. So it, it sucks. But when I when I have the funds to acquire that, I will do it. Taxes hit them like a truck. That's what happened. Yeah, no, right. my taxes fucking assaulted me. Yes, and then other things like uh, bills that got racked up that I couldn't control uh because of outside <laughs> uh, forces uh, so anywho uh let's talk about a lot of the state of the games uh for right now uh really well, just gonna gonna talk say, about... did you did you want to make this the state of gaming or a no we'll just talk about an aspect of it because i mean this is probably the one that me you can call, probably contribute the most uh because you know i'm that type of person uh if you want to do you want 
if you want to make it like a state of games, we can. I can talk about a little of the single players that have come out and like the um the actual state of games when they do released and how I'm very pissed off about it. Well, we can uh I mean we have we have these hot takes to work with, so that's what I'm saying. It's like we either we either go with the hot takes or we go with the state of gaming. I, I think we should talk about just one aspect of it and one that like probably a lot of people play. Right? Just I'm just saying it kind of makes those questions we asked a little worthless if we do that. So it's just one aspect, then we'll get to the hot takes, right? If you want to just we'll save it for another episode, right? He 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 wants oh, it for another episode. No, okay. No, 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 we'll, no, no, we'll no, 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 that, no, 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 no. You got it. You got it. We'll, we'll see. We'll Look, I got the, I got the formula sent tonight. So this is a hot take episode. Um, but there is somebody uh that we'll get to that has a hot take that is in relation to the state of gaming. So we'll we we will touch upon that when we get to that. But first, I would like to talk about our own height hot takes before asking uh, or reading out the audience's hot takes um and as i as i mentioned i only really play like fps games um my hot takes there will get into when we get into that other person's hot take um so i don't really have anything regarding like bigger games because all the games from like my childhood and stuff i i tended to like uh and all the games i played like in high school and stuff i very much enjoy so only in like recent memories, I played Danganronpa, but Danganronpa V3 has one of the most, um, just in gaming in general, one of the most divisive endings of all time. Um, without spoiling anything, the ending uh, to some people spits in the face of the fans and kind of makes the entire franchise pointless to, in their eyes. But in my opinion, it is one of the best endings in fiction in general. Uh, and I'm not exaggerating. I think that the, I think if you believe that ending is doing a disservice or is calling the franchise pointless, you are entirely missing the entire point of that ending. As I think it doesn't say fiction is pointless. It reinforces that fiction is one of the most valuable things um, in humanity because they even state that fiction matters at the end. The vain villain starts repeating to them that, you know, like fiction doesn't matter. Um, it's all fake, uh, and you're stupid for being attached to it. And the main character literally wins by saying that fiction is fiction is the most important thing that fiction can get us through anything. And I, I was like, that's a very strong, uh, strong <laughs> argument that proves that this weird sentiment that the V3 ending has that it hates its own franchise is stupid. It's like it's yeah, it's very snarky, and those comments that it's making are pretty self-aware and there is clearly some of like the the writer having some resentment towards like the fan base there but then he kind of wraps it all up by saying well you know if this matters to you guys um this is what that's what's most important ultimately at the end of the day so i, I like that ending a lot i would i would highly encourage anybody that's in a dong and ropa to play it and form their own opinion on the ending don't listen to the consensus which is that it's bad But that's it. I mean, that's my that's my hot take. Uh, uh, again, maybe uh, no, I can't even give other ones. My other one, maybe I, I played the Final Fantasy VII remake. I'm not a fan of the fighting at all. The combat. I, I said this to Jake before. See, no yeah, jump yeah. button is like the biggest like just what pisses me off about it because it's like it wants to have its cake, but then like it, it wants to take some parts of like the turn based, uh, but then also wants to be like hack and slash and it doesn't commit to like either of them 
and it just ends up being this really just unfun system. I just don't like it. It's 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 very like it doesn't go hard into either direction to where it's just like okay, well, I could either be playing a turn based uh, game or I could be playing a hack and slash. Now I have a very watered down version of both combined into one. Uh, you could say half and half. Uh, um, for the most part, I do think, uh, and this will be my hot take for you, uh, since you said it was the one of the worst or one uh, something you dislike. I think it's probably the way going I forward. Far. Yeah. Um, I think for JRPGs right now, uh, the turn-based system is slowly going out of style. Not with indie games, but for more AAA games. I think the hack and slash and and uh, turn-based gameplay that uh the remake did give uh really does make some interesting combinations and especially with the materia system able to do uh long strings of combos with uh just the way you use material which is reminiscent of the original final fantasy 7 you know you're doing a counter attack tonight to the round and then you put mimic on and then you just you're just whooping on everyone right um i think there is some there's still some uh improvements that it can make like for example you set the jump button and uh flying enemies being one of the uh biggest downfalls of the system uh which could be improved on with the second one with uh rebirth because i do know uh once once they enter calm uh flying enemies are going to become more apparent and if they do not change the system it's gonna really highlight that flaw even more but there's going to be introductions of uh, a bit more materia, hopefully, uh, not just the same ones, since it is going to be a rebirth, the second part. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be that big of an issue if, like, you had dedicated party members, but obviously you don't always have Barrett with you, so you can't take down... Uh, you don't always have range attacks with you, is what I mean. Because, yeah, what the fuck is Tifa going to do against a, a aerial enemy besides use a, a spell? Um it's better just go up there and actually fight them. Like, like I was saying, if they want to have that system, they need to improve upon it I, again. And to be fair, I did not, I, I, like I said, I haven't beat very many games. Obviously I didn't beat this game. I didn't get super far into it, but I've seen enough like footage and my own experience. So it's like, yeah, I, it needs a lot of polish. Um, so I'm just not huge on it. I also am a turn-based fan. Um, and you're right. It is going out of style somewhat, but I also don't like, that people want it to leave everything entirely because I still like Final Fantasy as a turn-based series, but unfortunately, it looks like that's kind of just done with with the series in general now. Uh, I wouldn't say that. Um, for I mean, the it looks like part, sixteen uh, will be not turn-based like at all. Sixteen is not going to be so. turn-based, um, but you know, like um, a lot of the other. Yeah, like Final Fantasies are still turn-based. They're spin-offs, yeah, but I mean, it's I don't just know. mainline titles are probably going to be going forward. I think they should, because uh, it's like right now it's the it's fifteen but better. And the problem with fifteen is that it was only one button, which was it was a really good. It was the the warp strike. Being being better than fifteen does not take any like skill or effort at all. <laughs> well, no, no, to... what, what you did, what you didn't, did you play when everything was done? It was, le it's legitimately like an actual, like solid game when everything was uh, here and done because you yeah, can swap between the party members. Everyone had their different play styles, right? Yeah, it wasn't took, like, just three years to come. To be fair, they they added that all of that. Like it shouldn't have taken that long for it to become that fully fleshed out. Like you know, 
Well, yeah, well, do you, well, yeah, but it's fleshed out now, so you you can't you can't say that oh three years ago it was bad, but now it's good. But I'm only going to talk about three years ago. I'm just this talking about when I played it, and yeah. when I played it, it was was when it came out. Uh, and this wasn't like on launch day. I mean, I played it maybe within the first six months of its like release, uh, and touched a little bit of one of the DLCs. I'm pretty sure because Tyler bought it. Um, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's fair to say that it was fleshed out later. I'm just saying that I, I still was not a fan of the system because all of that was still tied to one button at the end of the day after all that expansion, right? Yes, which is the problem with the combat system. That's an inherent flaw. Uh, but that's something that they couldn't change or they did not change at all because Square Enix says they don't update their games after they, they release it. 15 being the exception because it was in development hell. Yeah, I mean, I understand that with like 15 too, but I, I don't know. Uh, they're still in their testing phase, but they've been testing this for the last eight years now. So I'm hoping they finally get it right with 16 because like I said, Remake was some weird like chimera between hack and slash and turn base that just didn't work for me. Um, and 15 felt like a worse version of 13's uh, part two combat. So, uh, the 13s are the one that I didn't play, so I, I don't have opinions about that. So, yeah, so 13 part two kind of had like an active turn based system, so you could freely move around and then like a paradigm shift. So, like, you would switch characters, uh, like stances and types, uh, like on the go. I was still turn based, but it was the most, um, at the time, it was the most, um, I guess uh, divergent from the formula, but I, I like thirteen part two a lot actually. I thought it was good. Not uh, not that boss fight was it? Uh, there's there is a boss fight that Tyler got his ass kicked on for like <laughs> ten hours or something like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that that one was pretty punishing. Um, but yeah, those are my hot takes. Like, and again, like to so take what I say with a grain of salt, guys. I, I did not get super far into these, so I mean, fifteen, I did. I got to the end of the game, um, but like the remake my own experience is yeah it was still wasn't like fully fleshed out within the game but i can even see like why the time like it gets fleshed out it's less of the combat becoming more fun and more of you have more skills at your disposal because you know of course so okay uh another hot take i don't know if you agree with me with or not i think genshin impact is probably one of the best games to be created so far because entirely because it is free to play and you can just el download elaborate it. a little bit what you mean by that. By so, I want you to take the formula of Breath of the Wild and you put it into this free to play model. Yes, there is a lot of uh, gotcha aspects with the wish system, you know, the costume system. But at the end of the day, if you look at just the gameplay and the uh, and the exploration of it, that's more than enough for forty dollars, even sixty dollars games. Now, uh, it really bridge the mark that free to play play or free to play games can be this expansive this fun have the i mean it's not deep combat but it's uh, uh enough combat where you have to read some stuff to know the combos right between uh dendro uh fire dendro or not dendro fire and ice um ice and uh lightning uh it gives a lot of aspects to the combat that you know, you with you can always experiment with different teams, even though they have you know the same, the four base characters that all look the same and have just different attack animations. Uh, I mean, I can agree that is probably one of the best free to play games like ever made. Yeah, because of the amount of content you get back, 
for it. Uh, and I mean, you said it has gotcha aspects. No, I mean, it's a gotcha, ass- gotcha through and through. I mean, <laughs> to be fair. it is a gotcha, but you don't. It's something that's in the you could you could beat high levels the with the, the without... base game characters. It's just much harder, but they're it's not necessary. Harder, more doable than some people think. <laughs> yeah, like the other characters are more just like if you want to diversify. Uh, I mean, it could be boring for you if you're like free to play, obviously, but that's how Gotcha is supposed to work. But yes, you get there's getting yearly content updates. You're getting entire new maps. You're getting entire new lore expanded upon. Um, there is man, just an ass load of content. Like I'm intimidated to go back because of how much there is for me to do right now. It's like there's just there's just too much because it's like I I would not catch up at all. Um, yeah, no, there there is a lot, and uh, it has its positives and negatives. Obviously, I mean, a, a gotcha game being one of the most popular games in the world will, of course, just um, encourage yeah. other games to yeah. pick up that system. Uh, I know that sounds hypocritical when I'm a gotcha slave. I play Ark Knights. I do buy stuff in there, uh, but it will. It has encouraged other games to pick up its habits because it works. Um, and I mean, we'll see how that affects it. But I think if it encourages other games to put this much effort into their free to play like world um, and provide enough for a free to play player to exist, because there, I think Genshin has the biggest like free to play player base I've ever seen. Because oh, most yeah. people it's... I see like on Twitter, like say, like, oh, I've never spent a dollar or. I mean, I would honestly still consider you free to play if you drops like five bucks because that doesn't affect that's, anything. That's a that's a mini dolphin. That's a baby dolphin. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. If you put a little bit of money into it, it's like who who cares? Um, you really are like a pay to play player if you at least buy something on a consistent basis. But yeah, you could you could easily survive in Genshin by dropping maybe a dollar a month or buying that five dollar pass and uh, getting anything you want. So it's a it's a fine model for now. Uh, we'll see how it goes. To find, um, but it has basically everything. It has a battle pass. It has the gotcha system. It has it has cooking. You have a home that you can go to. That you can. Um, I forget there's a home system. Yeah, it has. Yeah, yeah it has fucking everything. The trading has, card game now. Yep, they have the card game, and they have the tower of defense that comes out every now and then. So there's always something to do, no matter what, which is I think is good because I'm only it's basically an MMO too. Yeah, forgot to leave that out, and it's like, yeah, and it's free to play, so it has a lot. Like I said, you can you can go in, get everything out, and then people might pour into Fortnite, but like, at least to me, Fortnite, it's the same exact like gameplay loop over and over. Um, yes, there's like creative modes now and stuff too, and there is a there is a lot. I would also put Fortnite on this level of saying like it's like one of the best games, but I'm just saying Genshin, at least, is a massive open world. There is lore to be expanded upon, a bunch of different alternative modes, while Fortnite is mostly just the gameplay loop is battle royale and kill people so oh no that would be my hot take yeah i mean i wouldn't i guess disagree or was saying uh i i don't know if you're saying like quality wires are just best for like gaming in general i think right now uh quality is in uh it's been of a dump but that's 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 for another another time, another episode. I mean, that's just a live service game thing in general. If yeah. you ta- if you were to look at it like uh, broadly, like its entire three year existence so far. Well, I mean, they've been sticking true. They've been content updates every every update. Uh, they give people gems every time the update goes live. Uh, 
expansions are usually within like six months or so they have a new island or something new to do mm. that takes more than five hours if you're not speed running it yeah that is something get fans do they'll like do everything on the first day and they complain about how like the end game's dead i was like well you're not supposed to sit there and fucking slave away on Genshin. Uh, that that is another thing though it's uh the end game loop is very very bad yeah but i mean to be fair I, pe people are grinding like 10 to 20 hours worth of end game content in a single sitting and then like complaining about the loop it's like no genshin is meant to be that's why there's a daily system it is meant to be played for like every day but not sitting there grinding over and over it does encourage that obviously because of how drop rates and stuff work but Drop I feel like the resin system. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like if you're blasting through endgame content in any game like that, like that fast, the onus more relies on you. Um, because they they drop content on a pretty healthy cycle. They drop content on a cycle I fucking wish Fortnite would. That's what killed me so much. Fortnite drops content too much. It's like Genshin, yeah. I know people complain about like they they might think like, yeah, the three to six month cycle is like bad, but it's like, no, I think that's plenty of time play other games while it's happening <laughs> you can yeah, do other things inside. you get to grind a little bit then just go back go to another game mm. we got good, hot it doesn't it doesn't a lot of these other games which uh, which is uh the the uh, the battle royale system or it, with overwatch now uh they want you to keep playing the same game over and over and over because battle pass because of stupid little challenges uh, that's one of my gripes with these newer games. They definitely want you to, yeah, stay and only play that. Um, I don't know how bad Genshin is, but I mean, of course, they want you to show up and play. But the dailies aren't that hard. No, I would it's just, say. It, I think it's what four commissions, use some resin, get gold, and like log in. I think those yeah, they the want you resin. to like log in and play every day. But at least I would say it's not as bad. But like Overwatch is like, or or, or Siege or Valorant, all of them. It's like play this character and win five games and then also get 10 headshots uh in this specific mode so it's like unless if you want to get those rewards you have to go and play other game modes and then it hinges on whether you win or not and then it hinges on whether you're focusing on doing these very situational things and then it's like you're and then next thing you know you're sitting in the the game for two hours trying to get this done and you're like well i've been playing all day might as well continue yeah that's that's the hard part i think genshin dailies take like I want to say 15 minutes, maybe They're 15 to 20. Yeah, back when no, I was, I don't again, even think it's 20. I, like, even if you're bad, it still takes because the commissions are so comically easy. I, I have, I've only played like year one Genshin, so I don't know how bad it's gotten now. But like I said, yeah, back then it was literally it's just you same. log in, go do that shit, and then leave. If you want to do it more, you can, but then obviously you have like a stamina system with resin. Yeah, um, and then uh, they with Moonlight resin, they they give out give it a lot, uh, give it out more frequently than year one. So if you want to play more, you can. Um, but hmm. it gives you the option. That's, that's the good part, giving the option. We got other hot takes before we get into these ones? Uh, not really. I don't think so. All right. Well, since we're on the topic of gotcha, uh, we asked in our Discord, um, What's your video's hottest video game hot take? Um, and our first one we got was Thomas. And he says the implementation of battle passes, operator skin bundles, and loot boxes are the main reason that a lot of games feel so lifeless and boring nowadays. 
and I'm going to sound very hypocritical here because I agree, but I also fund fund the system. Uh, You're a pawn. I think we're all pawns, but I think this is um, it's a not not. I don't want to say hot take. I think it's just fact at this point because people are banking on the fact that these loot boxes are instead of being like outside factors that give cosmetics, some of them were giving weapons uh, advanced warfare being the the biggest criminal of this having two black guns being, was the worst yeah black ops was way worse yeah um having things locked behind loot boxes was really suffering or really bad for the game because if you didn't get it i mean you were just losing every gunfight because that gun the guns were so op compared to the base models that it was ridiculous even if you were one of the best in the game um with the battle passes, like we were just saying, it makes you focus on, you have to focus on that one game and play it out until your dailies or weeklies are done. And then you start the cycle over every day. Uh, Overwatch right now being a horrible contender. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they lowered the prices to be fair, but it's still dog shit. It's still, it's still really bad. I think, what, what else, what else? I was going. I was going with this. Uh, I'll, the loot boxes are like supposed. They're like making it like the gameplay loop is part of the uh, the gameplay. The loot boxes are instead of it being the gameplay first, flesh that all out, and then the loot boxes come second. I feel like it's starting to become more of a main part of a lot of games, which I I'm not really for that a lot because then it dives into stuff gets locked behind it or you can't buy certain certain skins or cosmetics and you're just kind of just hoping for chance and that's where you get these big ass spenders spend ten thousand dollars to try and get one thing mm. which is csgo mind you but that's just funny to look at nowadays yeah i mean uh, this is just a very big symptom of i mean fortnite is what really really kicked all this off um and this is what i was saying like with genshin early we'll see how this affects everything it's hasn't seen it affect like open world games like crazy yet um but i i do i i do think we'll still like uh, in terms of like open world free to play games uh we'll be seeing that genshin model of making it free and then adding all this expensive stuff but then um expansive i mean uh not expensive but then they'll add um a gotcha system and then they'll tie everything to that uh those cosmetics to the all of that basically make making the progression lie there like you were saying um and fortnite obviously uh when it came out it was free to play battle royale that's why it it was a new genre uh from uh, the guys that literally make unreal engine and um it was i guess not entirely new pubg existed at the time but it, it was a lot more accessible fortnite was and uh so it ended up taking off and at the time it was doing good for the the gaming world because then you know you had other yeah, there's a new genre taking off. Uh, Battle Royales, it's free to play. Now most people can actually start playing like games with their friends because shooters are very popular. And then it kind of affected everything in a very terrible way because then it started doing collaborations. It, and now all Fortnite is is one big billboard for just things like Dragon Ball Super's coming. It just had, um, what was the last one? Uh, My Hero this month. Um, it had Dragon Ball Z a few months ago. Um, it had a bunch of anime, did a fucking Air Jordan collab, and now every other game does that. Siege has a Rick and Morty collab. Final Fantasy, Brave XPS is collabing with Ariana Grande. It's like, collabs used to be cool, and then Fortnite killed that, and now, like, yeah. 
and it, it really it really specifically live service like shooter games fortnite has absolutely obliterated and that's like mostly what i play um it, it's just yeah it's all skin bundles it's all collabs that's all what it hinges on and it, it, it sucks like that and yeah i don't know man it, it, it's rough yeah that is rough i didn't know about that brave exius uh v ariana grande you really uh, did the not problem know is that. i could see that because i used to play that i could see it so yeah she was <laughs> in there she's in Fortnite too it's like it's like you're not e- like they're not even capturing the their player base because who like that is an ariana grande diehard like i'm sure obviously people that listen to her play the game but like who is sitting there like can't i fucking wish ariana grande was in Fortnite? and then they add her and you're like fuck yes or like Air Jordans. It's like, I wish my Fortnite character could wear some Air Jordans and hit some dunks on the, the competition. And then they add them. It's like, okay. Now you're dunking on the competition, right? There's almost anything wrong with that. Uh, I don't know. The Ariana Grande thing was like probably the, when you when you said that, I was like the worst thing I probably could have heard because I know she doesn't play the game. Uh, I would like, you know, some of the football players that talk about anime. Uh, and they, you, you could tell they watched it because they talk about scenes that you don't just look up on YouTube. Uh, I, that's what the collabs I would like to see. But now you're, you're, for the most part, you're right. Yeah, but yeah, and this one, I mean, I know I talked about collabs and he didn't uh, mention that, but I just had to throw that out there. Fortnite really killed collabs for me. Uh, I, I mean, I do want to see like some because uh, Overwatch surprisingly has not had them yet. I would like to see something in Overwatch, uh, but I hope that doesn't become the mainstay because I actually like Overwatch's like original skins. Yeah, no, especially because of the amount of skins that Overwatch has. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, like every game nowadays just aims to do that, and you know it it, it sucks. Um, but yeah, battle passes. Um, I have a love hate with them. I I think they can be good so long as you get your bang for your buck overwatch barely um is getting to that point um it was pretty horrible the first season season two was better um i still think they can do much better uh fortnite i honestly think has the best system um you could spend ten dollars once and never spend money again on the game and i think that's how it should be um and yeah uh, so it's good in those instances if you give back um and you actually give worthwhile content in your battle pass but they have a very easy possibility to be horrible and kill your game and uh, games that have no right having a battle pass are getting them now like the new suicide squad game will have a battle pass for some fucking reason um so yeah it's it, it, it there's some games it doesn't belong in at all yeah no, you're, you're you got that right i, I fucking hate battle passes i'll be honest uh, I'd rather I'd rather the them be locked behind challenges instead of pay, paying money or like hard ass challenges, uh, even if they're at least it's accessible to everyone instead of just pay ten dollars and you get it. I'm fine uh, with after playing for both a while. existing, but but like you're saying, I, I would I I want challenge skins and those skins to exist uh, alongside because like yeah now now games just remove like skins that take skill out entirely. COD still kind of has that, but they don't add anything else outside of that really cause been so. going downhill since black ops three yeah it's been rough um it's been rough it's sad because black ops three still has like big audience <laughs> dude i love i loved back up black ops three when it came out so I, I mean we all did in our friend group um it was fucking hated at the time and then now everybody loves it 
Um, I think it did everything. Uh, it's loot box system was pretty rough um, with the guns and everything, but I think you got enough currency and were able to buy loot boxes without spending money uh, to get what you want. I had most of the skins in the game that I wanted uh, and I didn't spend any money on it. We were in high school, so I couldn't. Um, and yeah, I had most of what I wanted uh from that, black that's Mystery. also to be fair that we were playing like six hours a day after school even 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 eight hours a day i mean we put a lot of time into the game but i'm just saying and and there was an ass load so like i think all of us in our friend group got like we all had different things like there was some skins that we were showing us like, i didn't even know this was in the game um and i i missed that um thomas also mentions here loot boxes are the main reason uh he's he, he lumped in loot boxes and honestly i think at this point i much prefer <laughs> i much prefer loot boxes compared to like the whole battle pass system right now i, I will be perfectly honest with you um, <sighs> uh overwatch i i i don't think overwatch is as perfect but i would take that a million times over what we have now it, yes uh the reason why overwatches was good you could get duplicates but you would get they had a currency that you could buy skins and so if you got a duplicate uh like epic or legendary skin that you already had you would get credit to that currency um, and then all it just kept racking up over and over until you could buy a skin that you wanted that wasn't a a holiday festive event mm. and then even then the for for like anniversaries or when the event came out then you could buy it uh, that's probably that was probably one of the best systems that I've seen from the games I played because mm. uh, it rewards the the long-term players by uh, giving them a lot of loot boxes uh, via arcade mode uh, you play like you get nine wins and then you get three loot boxes uh, the every time you level up you get a loot box so you can you always have something to do um, with overwatch 2 you get a level up and or you don't even level up you level up a battle pass that's it yeah uh, there's and not a nothing. sense of progression you get, you get nothing on that free tier either so yeah so yeah no it, it no, sucks no sense of progression in overwatch 2 which is a big factor of why i don't really like it but it's still fun yeah no i have a love hate with overwatch 2 like i said i still play it uh that's obviously what we play mostly um probably be playing it soon at some point uh, <laughs> um but yeah it, it, it's rough um and yeah I mostly just play like those FPSs nowadays and I always like feel bad whenever I contribute to it, but it's just like, I don't know. It, it's something that's, I can't see going away. And yes, someone might argue that like, you know, it's not going away because of people like me, but I, I don't know. I, the industry was always heading towards this direction, sadly. Um, and it would just get worse um, until like a game that can succeed without all of that pops off. Um, and then the industry shuffles towards there. But, I can't see a game like that existing right now. Uh, a game has existed, but it, it just it doesn't have that. It's called Elden Ring, uh, you know. Well, yeah, it, 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 you I, literally I mean, could do whatever the hell you want, and you can spend 120 hours plus just doing everything. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's true. well, okay. I was gonna say live service, but that inherently goes against like what live service is. But yeah. um, I don't know, like yeah, the shift from buying a game at the box and then getting your content like the old cods yeah there was season passes and stuff but you just buy the game and have everything you need now now it shifted away from that to where now you had to buy the game and then buy these battle passes or you get the game for free but then everything is in the game is hiked up to like the nth degree like that the price was and it, i don't know like the obviously they need to make their money back but it's getting a little absurd i, I did like the uh that model because you would get what 
six uh, for COD, it was 16 maps. Uh, if you're playing Treyarch games, you would get four zombies maps, uh, but it would be over the span of a year. So, yeah, the season passes kinda, weren't bad at they all. Weren't I mean, bad. My, one they were, could argue they, were, they had it ready, they could have just added at the beginning, yes, but I mean, again, they need to make extra money. So, they whatever. need to make extra money, but that's probably why the battle pass is probably way better for them because they're having a constant constant uh revenue always coming in instead of just people buying the season pass and then just no more money after that well on the topic of loot boxes big yike says uh csgo has the only acceptable loot boxes with being able to sell and trade items and then he says definitely not trying to justify the 2k i spent on it i would i don't know i i don't I'm not super knowledgeable on CSGO, but everything I've seen from it is literally just gambling. Um, and that, that's always the scandals it's in. Um, it's like legit gambling. It's not like gotcha where like, yes, the rates are there, but like, you know, you're getting something. But like, as far as I can tell with CSGO, you put it up on a marketplace, throw this money at like a knife you want, and then you could end up not getting that knife at all. And you just wasted money. Yeah, that's uh, just because you're able to trade and and sell stuff doesn't make it a good system. That's one thing that should be in a lot of gotcha games. Uh, but just because you have that doesn't make it a good system. Um, you there's not really a way to like uh, like if you're a long time player and you just keep doing it, and if it's free like CS:GO is, you should be able to get some of the ultra rarity i think it's ultra rarity or like epic rarity or legendary I don't know rarities at all um just to buy those skins or buy those knives even if it's not the newest ones maybe like the one from like 2017 2018 2019 you're able to buy uh just from like an in-game currency that would be better uh but with this one it's just you really are just hoping for a chance and then you can spend whatever mm. Yeah, I don't, I don't have much to contribute there. Like I said, I think Overwatch 1, in terms of at least loot boxes, had the best because you got an ass load of loot boxes. Yeah, and then even with that one, there was like a, there was a pity system too. So even if you, you couldn't just go like a, a big old string of just commons, after a certain amount, you'll get a, a legendary one. And then it'll just reset. That's all of what a, a lot of gacha games have been doing. Uh for Genshin, it's every 90 pools, I think, you get a, a five-star. Uh, every time you get a five-star, it resets back to one. In um, Dokken, they have these things called coins. Uh, you can you do a summon, you get coins, and then well, you're able Dokken to buy back coins the unit. And pity. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's a pity. Well, it's, it's pseudo-pity and pseudo-not. Because, like, the new unit usually comes, like, within, like, five to six months. So after that, then you're able to buy the unit instead of waiting like years from from now. Mm. Uh, another one. What's another pity system? No, Punishing Grey Raven. I know has a sixty roll pity system. So. Does Arknights have one? I think they do. Uh, I Arknights has one. I actually don't know the the rates though. I think it's same as Genshin. Uh. Or uh, before Naruto, there's another gotcha game. Uh, before Naruto, you would do uh, X amount of pulls and you would get the new unit. Uh, there were a lot of pulls, but it's if you have really bad luck and you saved a lot of uh, some of the premium currency in those games, you're able to at least uh, get it, which is the good part. It's having having that way of getting it. I think Legends, ha ha Legends has this too, but uh, that pity system is still horrible. 
Yeah, Arknights has one. It, it's uh, weird. I mean, I, I honestly have very, very good luck with Arknights. I already have like 11 six stars, um, fairly <laughs> level 37. So, um, and I put a good amount of money into it, but not like I'm, I, I wouldn't consider myself a whale or anything. And I'm getting a shitload of like um, duplicates for my six stars and I'm maxing out people. So, I think it's pity is good because uh, it also has that coin system. It has um, a pity system if you don't get what you want after five multi summons. Um, so it, it's very good. Um, and yeah, and then after that, that 50 or those five multi summons, uh, it keeps rising your rate by a while or by uh, 2%, 2% for each pool. So that's good. Yeah, that's good. But uh, yeah, uh, I, I don't know if I'd agree with that. But again, I don't play CSGO that much. I think CSGO is insufferably boring. I'll just, I'll just put that out there. Um, I tried to play it for like a few hours. I can't get into it. I just think Valorant is much more fun. Uh, and maybe that's just me um, being poisoned by the hero shooter concept that Overwatch uh, popularized. But and then Big Yikes also said CSGO is the best esport game to watch. Very simple to follow and has a lot of really good storylines to follow. Uh, the thing with, with CSGO is a lot of waiting, uh, which gives, I mean, time for the, the, the storylines behind the players to catch up. Enjoyable to watch, I don't know. It does have really good plays. But I think if you want to say what would be more exciting to watch would be rocket league uh rocket league it's it's really just a game of soccer but with rocket cars and they're going really fast rocket uh, league is probably the most simple esport to watch i think yeah because you can it's you can cars hitting a soccer ball <laughs> yeah and you can you can look at soccer and like oh well i know i know a little bit of soccer so i already know because I, 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 even if you guys don't know well most of the world knows about soccer so <laughs> it's it's one of the, probably the easiest to follow and probably the best to watch in my opinion yeah i mean i, I would agree that CS, certain I, I was gonna say fighting games are the i would say are far and away the best esports to watch they're simple like even if you don't know how fighting game like mechanics or combos work you can easily just look at it and say oh these guys are beating the shit out of each other this is fun and then you can learn the rules while like the spectator is like yelling i understand like fighting game has probably like the most technical shit because you'll be like he came in with a t, uh, 214 uh, into a uh, and, and he just got DP'd. Oh, my God, here comes the, uh, you know, and then they start like throwing out like fighting game lingo or like smash. It's like he's like his DI. Oh, look at that DI. He's coming in. Oh, wave landing. He's like, he's coming in. He's going to hit this uh, sick tech. There's just a bunch of shit like, yeah, it, it's hard to follow maybe commentary wise. Um, but I also think they got the best commentators. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> by far, uh, smash. No, 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 I got to show you a video. Uh, cod, cod, cod commentator for commenting a, a commentary in a, a smash match. It's unfortunate. Cod commentators are just boring. I see his go actually has some pretty decent ones, but that's that's also because like in the European ones they have like basically soccer level commentators, so they get hype. <laughs> but uh, I I don't know. I see his go is just painfully boring to play. Um, I I just can't stand it. Um, uh, it's mostly just holding angles. Um, it's slightly more bearable to watch, but like, it's really hard to tell sometimes like how people shots land because like nobody really ADSs in CS:GO at all. Um, you see the constant like knife flippings, and then like they'll do some like weird setups. Uh, so it's a lot of it is repetitive, but it can have some really cool plays. But yeah, my my money would be that um, fighting games are are fun to watch. Um, even Smash is much more fun to watch. Smash Melee, uh, not Ultimate. Sorry. 
well, totally. currently ultimate, yeah, because everybody's running Steve and just doing the most boring setups. <laughs> but no, there's still uh, a lot of diversity if they're not playing Kazuya and uh, Steve. And uh, the game is sort of enjoyable to watch because there's always different characters. Um, I think it's just because it's fast. I don't know, fast paced, like esports or what I watch. I understand that people like when they're slower, but like, I don't know. If you're that watch slower I, stuff, watch us. Yeah, CSGO and League are like the most popular esports, and I just I just can't wrap my brain around it. It uh, I don't because people are like, well, League is simple and like simple to follow, but it's like, yeah, if you play League, but and that's like the one big caveat because people pretend like League you can understand what's going on if you don't play it. I'm like, no, 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 that is absolutely not true. Um, you could see that there's two dudes like maybe standing and casting spells at each other, but then there's so much setup you can't see what's going on on everybody's screen because you can have to look at the bottom and they're constantly casting like a. Uh, uh, spells, enchantments, buying items, um, fighting mobs. There's different lanes. It's like, no, you have to know how League works. And it's just not fun to watch, even when you do understand it. So I just don't get it. Like, because the hype plays you watch aren't very, like, fun at all. It's just like a guy, he presses E, casts a spell where he dives forward, uh, stabs the guy. You see his health drop down to half. And everybody's like, oh, here it comes, here it comes. Doesn't even kill him because he just <laughs> gets the guy to run away and then he starts draining health, but then they destroy turret. It's like, it's it's not fun. I can't stand it. No, when you show people plays and they don't understand it, it's uh Yeah, exactly. Like, you should be able to flirt for any sport, like in real life or any game, you should be able to show somebody a clip and they can understand very basic, like, they should be able to grasp what's going on at the very basic core of it. Like, yeah, CSGO, you might not understand like how like the op works or like how like smoking or why there's angles or the, the drop off, but you can understand this guy pointed a gun, a guy walks in his line of sight and he shot him and he's dead. You can understand that league. You can't tell that at all. Fighting games. You may be not able to tell that he got like a, he had frame advantage um, and, or did a DP. Might not be able to know what that means, but you saw that he uppercutted the fuck out of this guy. His health bar went to zero, and he won. So yeah, well, the biggest, the biggest, uh, biggest uh, uh, culprit of that is even moment thirty four. Yeah, exactly. You everybody can, you can, you can literally can shot to anyone, and they can understand this guy's health is a, literally a sliver, and he's about to die. And guess what happens? He does. He pe- you do, you won't understand. You just see he blocks everything. Uh, if you do know about what happened, he parries every single hit. And then does the optimal punish, uh, but even without that knowledge, you just see, oh, he blocked it. Oh, he got the he got the win when he was about to die. Yeah, still one of the best moments I've ever. It's seen. A, it's a fantastic moment. No, I mean fighting game moments to me are just like the I I would I would stand firmly that most fighting games are the funnest to watch, uh, specifically like faster paced ones i mean uh even the slower ones i think mortal kombat can be fun uh mostly that's just because of how mortal kombat is structured and less of like the combos and more of just how brutal it is um but mostly games like uh guilty gear um like blaze blue all the anime ones smash bros um tekken tekken and street fighter is super fun to watch uh to me so yeah, it's I like watched, you... I won't watch Tekken, but I watch uh, Street Fighter, especially oh, no, with dude, Six Tekken. coming out. Mm-hmm. Oh, Street Fighter Six is gonna be fucking great. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, looks... Tekken was Tekken was fun to watch, like in person. All all of the fighting games that they showed were. Um. So yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I would easily give it to just fighting games in general. Um, the community can be very. It, it could easily be some of the worst in esports. Um, but they could also be the best. The commentators are 
the best because most of the times they get like fucking literally like hood rat dudes. So like they'll be in there and they're just like saying the, the, the funniest shit sometimes or they get uh like the the biggest nerds <laughs> who say the weirdest shit. Uh, or then you'll have, you know, like the 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 most iconic moments you'll hear in gaming come from, you know, fighting game commentators. <laughs> and one of them is also a wombo combo for melee. Yeah, the wombo combo. Um, yeah, I mean that that entire fucking <laughs> that entire sequence is using other things. You'll hear people say that ain't Falco all the time. So, so yeah, like they're they're unrivaled. Um, so yeah, sorry, big guy. CS:GO is not the best to watch, but. I could at least understand its popularity compared to League. I, I will like never, ever grasp my like head around like League and StarCraft being like the most popular. I understand that it's like chess, like you were saying, but like, <laughs> I would much rather watch chess. I think <laughs> than watch those. You know, you gotta watch Blitz Chess. Chess, it's like uh, Blitz Chess. You have like or three minutes on each side yeah. for a move, and you just. Yeah, so like, I'd much rather watch that instead of like watching guys stand around. Um, casting up spells just to like maybe go poke at each other while the camera is constantly it's it's hard to follow it's boring to watch um league playing league is a slightly different story uh, i haven't played it in years it was fun sometimes it could easily also be the most boring game you ever play in your life so look at this. that's just how my bizarre though so yeah yeah my hot take is that yeah league can be pretty fucking ass but i guess that's not a hot take at all because everybody agrees even league fans and my other hot take is that Valorant is much, 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 much better than CSGO. And I know that might get people mad, but you know what? <laughs> Fucking cry about it. Cry about it, dude. Um, we can do a few more um, and we'll speed through these. Have you played Assassin's Creed? Ever? I have not, actually. It's one of the games really? I have not played. Fanner says the Assassin's Creed games are shit and not fun to play. So I played the first three um, and then... They played uh, whichever one set in France. I forget which one that is. So I played four of them. I didn't play Black Flag, which I wanted to, but played the first three, uh, which are what matters the most. Or wait, I'm sorry. First four, because Assassin's Creed 3 is actually the fourth game. <laughs> um, so I played five of them then, yeah, because I played Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed 2, Brotherhood, and then um, Assassin's Creed 3. Um, they're f- they were fun when they were still a uh they were still fresh nowadays yes it sucks ass because they did the whole cod cycle of releasing one every year that formula killed itself really quick and then they kind of try to revamp that with like origins and odyssey and they are both just like they are less bare bones or a more bare bones version of just a regular uh rpg so it's like you much you'd be much better off playing another game at that point so yeah, um, they, they've had their struggles. I think at the beginning, I think Assassin's Creed 2 is still really, really, really fun. Uh, I encourage it, you guys to play it if you haven't. Um, I, just, I just think that game was fun a lot. Um, 3 had its moments, but yeah, I'm not going to bat, go to bat for it. I think most people would agree that Assassin's Creed games are pretty bad now. So, yeah. What we need is Jack, Jack and Daxter to come back, but that's never going to happen. Yeah, they're not. I mean, Ratchet and Clank is back, so I mean, that's at least a yeah, a I know positive. So stupid. Like I'm, I'm, re- I'm, I'm about to replay Jack Two again. Just so funny. no, we need Sly Cooper more than Jack and Daxter. Shut up, dude. Jack and Daxter is way more. <laughs> no, way Sly Cooper is slow. Sly Cooper is better. No, it's not I, even close, th- dude. Sorry. I haven't played Jack and Daxter, so that's why. <laughs> Sly Cooper is so much fun, though. I, I want that to come back. I hope it does. 
Um, a few more. Uh, I don't think either of us have played this, though, but Arctic says, uh, Doom Eternal is easily the worst game ever made, not just the worst Doom game. And knowing Arctic, I know this isn't, like, ironic or anything. Like, he, he means this because, like, he's yeah. a metalhead. And I'm assuming, like, it was offensive to that his taste. <laughs> um, I, I like everything about Doom, and I just haven't played it. I don't know why. I haven't downloaded. I just haven't. I like I said. I haven't played it. It's it's hard. It's hard for yes, me to like, start up a game because I don't want to start a game and just not touch it for a while. Yeah. No. I mean, if you, if you guys think this is a hot take, you can uh, go into our Discord and let uh, Arctic know <laughs> that it's a very bad uh, take. And then Asplabra says the Metro series, uh, Metro's Exodus and stuff like that, is the most underrated FPS series of the last decade, and let me see which I, I I'm trying to remember what uh do you remember that free to play FPS we were playing, Jake, uh back in high school? Free to play FPS. I'm trying to figure out. Um on on phone? No, 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 no. It was on it was on uh PS3 where you can like call like a, a mech down. I don't think it's Metro, but it reminds me of this. Um, like we can get in like a little robot. <laughs> remember you, you don't remember that at all? It's not Titanfall, uh, but it was like Fuck, man. Call a robot and you start fighting it. I will find this. You said I was on PS3? PS4, I'm sorry. PS4. Uh, let's see. Trying to go through all these games we played. I'm so sorry that we're like not addressing <laughs> what you said to ask bro, but... Uh, is, uh, sorry. Cool. While he looks at that, uh, Metro, I have been recommended a lot um i just i really just haven't gotten to it it's third installment hmm. Fuck. uh oh blacklight retribution oh my god oh you played this jake this was I, so much fun because it, it wasn't it wasn't like a good game or anything but we had so much fun on this game come on yeah, it's um <laughs> for the most part i don't really for the metroid series i had I've only heard good things about it, uh, but I just haven't played them. Yeah, I've I've always like been two seconds away from playing them, like back uh, in high school, and I just never did because um, they were free uh, at some point too. And I was like, maybe I'll play this, and then I went ahead and played like Killzone or something instead. So, yeah, like all my gaming um, taste and like opinions are like stuck in like 2017 and like prior. So like the, the games I love are like Uncharted, uh, Uncharted Two. Uh, Killzone, <laughs> fucking Prototype, Infamous, all of those, like all, all of the games that I grew up on. Uh, Sly Cooper 3, oh my god, fantastic game. And then Persona is like my favorite. Persona 5 is like my favorite game currently. But so, but like I said, I'm trying to get back into it. I'm trying to play more modern games again. Most modern game was Generations of Elden Ring for me. Those are the two most modern. Oh, and I, I really liked Elden Ring too, yeah. Um, it's just getting like super deep into Soulsborns are hard for me because like since I don't play games too much right now, it's like I am pretty like bad at them. But thankfully, that's why Hi-Fi Rush was perfect. I play rhythm games. I like fast-paced action, so I was actually pretty decent at Hi-Fi Rush, and that combat system felt rewarding. I, I will say that it is one of the funnest combat systems I've I've played in a while. It's uh, I hope more games come out that are like Hi-Fi Rush. So. That's when you play DMC five and you realize how freaking great of combat stuff. Yeah, have you played DMC five? I have. That's what I'm playing right now. 
I mean, yeah, people compare it to DMC. I mean, like in terms of stylish combat, you don't beat Devil May Cry. I know that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not ignorant. Like, come on. And that's well, exactly. If it's getting compared one... to it, then it's doing a good job. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. You always want your system to be system to be compared to it because yeah, a DMC literally has a stylish system. It literally gives you a rating based on how stylish you were while fighting. Um, High five. It has a score system, but its score is tied to how stylish you are. Because if you're not doing, uh, if you're not diversifying your combos, you'll get a terrible score. Um, so you want to do that, and then it gives you a rating based on uh, your timing. So since it's a rhythm game, if you're hitting a bunch of greats instead of perfects, um, it'll like lower that too. So I, I really like it. I really like how its combat system works because yeah, you can. Uh, there, there is an ass load of combos. It, it makes it feel like you're playing like straight up a rhythm game. And then there's portions where, um, you'll get like stun locked into a uh, into a rhythm game sequence. So like it'll pop up the chart on the screen, and then you have to press the corresponding like moves to it. It's great, and the game's constantly on a four four beat, so everything moves. I know I just turned this into high fred rush, but I need you to play it, but uh. But it's going to be in the backlog because it's already installed. It is not in the backlog. So you're playing that right now. You can beat it in one day. I probably could. <laughs> it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Like I again, I I forced myself. Uh, I said it yes again last episode, but yesterday for us, um, I I forced myself to sit there and beat it. Basically, I had three. I I played three hours uh back on Monday. Today's currently Wednesday, and then I woke up yesterday. Uh, started playing it in the morning. And I was like, you know, I, I, I am not going to, I'm not going anywhere until I beat this. So I made Jake wait like an extra hour to record <laughs> just so I can beat the final boss. It was, uh, but it was worth it. I, I'm glad I did that because I know if I stopped right there, I would have not played it today. And then it would have been pushed off until next week. And then I would have sat there thinking about maybe not playing it again because I have a bad habit of getting to the very end of a game and then not continuing like Final Fantasy 15. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, if we got no other hot takes, uh, uh not really, not right now. Uh, probably go back to this because right, I'll, I'll go off on this one. Breath of the Wild is a easy seven out of ten game. I've only put about thirty hours into it. Um, I don't know if I'd go that low, but I wouldn't say like it's the seven or greatest. eight. It's not a ten out of ten. I don't know where I would stand on this really because I think the game is is fantastic. Don't get me wrong, um, and I actually I, I I would be much more okay with somebody saying like this is the best game ever as opposed to fucking like Ocarina or Majora's because I'm so fucking tired of those games getting praised. I'll be honest, I'm so tired of that. <laughs> they're okay, not getting praised, but getting praised as much as they are because they're good games. Because I, I played both of them, but they're just God, very man. influential. People, I know, but people act like they aged like fine wine. I'm like, mm, no, not I mean, really. No, they didn't. If you know, if you know a lot of the 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 tech, like the glitches, yeah, the games become more way more fun, like 64. Uh, but it's yeah, 64. Like if you like removing the nostalgia glasses, aged pretty bad. <laughs> but like, it's still fun. I I mean, to be fair, I mean, I'm sure they're all still fun. But yeah, like games are just better than what they were like there. Like because people don't like talk about the narrative wise or anything. They're talking about like strict down to like combat and being fun with those games i'm like no there's much better games than that right now if you want to go combat i think twilight princess and skyward sword probably have the best the most uh, well skyward being the most unique uh and then twilight princess I, I'm, I'm a big sucker for twilight princess <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Well, I mean, Wix can uh, turn into a furry. Yeah. No, I think it was uh, being able to play as a wolf and, and being able to play as Link all in the same round of combat. Uh, that, was, that was pretty fun. Mm. Mm, oh, no, if you want to go another hot take, uh, I like oh. Majora's Mask way better than the Ocarina. And I've 100%ed both of them twice. I mean, that's respectable. I've always liked Majora's Mask, uh, just vibe, really. I just like the vibe in Majora's Mask in general. Because it's all and, dark. Uh, yeah, it's dark, and I like the whole mask thing. And then uh, what's little face, the, the guy with the the little shoot mask? <laughs> the Deku. De- or is, is it that? The shoot, the, yeah, the, that's the Deku. Oh, the Skull, I, I don't know what I... I, I that you're talking about a Deku, yes. I, I meant Skull Kid. I don't know why I confused. Oh, yeah, Skull Kid. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I guess my other fuck. Why I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, I, I had a hot take and then you cut me off. Um, if you want to go another hot take, let's hear it. Sunshine to me is the best platformer of the three Mario games. Sixty-four, uh, Sunshine and Galaxy. Oh, I know my hot take now. Um, I don't. I have never played them, so I can't contribute. I I, I actually did not like grow up on Mario at all, so I never like played them. Uh, sixty four. I played on like an. Uh, I did play. I think on the sixty four pop properly at one point, but then like more recently, I played in an emulator. Um, so I mean, when I say didn't age at all, this I'm not talking from experience, guys. Before people get mad and say you played it on your fucking phone, it's like yeah, obviously. I just mean like everything else about it. Is so the Ocarina on uh, Majora's, I played on original hardware, and I uh, second time I played it on uh, emulator. So I got the full experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess my hot take is that the first Sonic Adventure is better than the second, um, mostly because I always played the first Sonic Adventure. Um, I, I just, I'm just, I, I was obsessed with that game as a kid, man. I probably played that the most. So here's here's my thing. Um, Sonic Adventure, Sonic is fun. Everyone else is not. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Knuckles levels aren't aren't very fun at all. Uh, E123 Omega, you, there's like four levels and you don't really do anything. Uh, besides and the rehashed levels, uh, that's that's that, that's my problem with Sonic Adventure. Uh, compared to the two, like there's there's like same concepts, but the levels still are drastically different. The mech stages being the worst, the speed levels being the funnest. Uh, the treasure hunting stages being nerfed from SA1 to SA2 it was a real kill. Instead of not being able to see all three of them at the same time, you have to go for one at a time. Mm. Uh, that's something I would, I would hate. Yeah, I mean, I mean, okay, I mean, to be fair, I would almost always like exclusively do like the Sonic stuff and then like begrudgingly do everything else. Uh, but then it was worth it because then you get Supersonic at the end, uh, and then there's Shell Garden and all of that. Uh, so I, I loved it. I, I had I had fun with it, and I also like thought the story was cool because I just love chaos. Um, the final the boss fights were all good, so I, I, I really liked Sonic Adventure. That's maybe my nostalgia talking. Uh, yes, that I game also that did not age well at all. Believe me, I know it didn't, but it's fun. That would, even, that, would be, that would be horrible. Yeah, uh, that fuck. I had. Uh, oh yeah, I mean maybe not a hot take, but the because uh, I don't know how many people like actually play like movie adaptation games. The King Kong video game from two thousand five is the best movie video game and is unironically a fantastic game. I encourage everybody to if it's like on Steam or if you can find it, like 
for two bucks at like your GameStop or something, play it. It's it's fun. Like playing as King Kong is a fucking blast. Uh, there's their shooter system is actually like pretty tight. They actually cared about it. the the death the death sound in there is iconic. Um, I it on I honestly think like it partly influenced Uncharted because everybody knows the Uncharted death theme. I think maybe, hopefully you know it, Jake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like when it's like plays some like Egyptian <laughs> sounding thing, and it's like oh man, it's like because you know it, it, there's there's this feel you get it, and yeah, like and King Kong's it's like kind of like a haunting. It's like oh man, I just made this guy die. I feel like shit. It's fun. I, I really like that game. And fighting the T-Rexes as King Kong was, oh my god, I would always go back and play that game. It's only like six hours. Um, but if you do like some secret stuff, you get a uh, secret mode where you get to fly um, a plane to try to take down King Kong uh, while he's on the Empire State Building. And that was almost always so fucking fun. I would always go and replay that too. So, um. I'm trying to. I, I, I guess my last one, Pokemon Shield, is genuinely a good, a good game. I'll, I'll pick it back off of that. Pokemon has not been good since Gen Six. I would disagree. They have their, they have their issues. I'm not gonna pretend like these games are flawless. Uh, taking out the decks was still very rough. I was one of the people that was going to. I, I wanted. I, I, I don't think I was gonna participate myself, but I was always like, yeah, fuck, fuck Pokemon. We need to boycott. Uh, this you know national decks bring that back all of that because i was listening to that live that that live stream live uh that was what four years ago um that was painful because i was so excited because i was like yes pokemon on switch can't fucking wait i love pokemon and then when the 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 guy was hesitating and saying well um actually we won't be bringing all of the pokemon back i was like you motherfuckers (laughs) um the game uh, much like you were saying with Final Fantasy 15, so I'll, I'll back up my point that I was saying earlier with that, since I'll be using that here. The game got better <laughs> once they released all the DLC and expansion stuff, because the game now is fantastic. Like, uh, all of the extra wild area zones, all the extra content and boss fights, and uh, there is a whole dungeon aspect that you can do just shiny farming and legendary farming on. Um, it made it very worth it. The, the wild area was a good addition that carried over into Scarlet and Violet that was expanded upon. Um, it introduced a lot of good things into the game, the style system. I really liked how much fashion uh, choices there were. Um, a lot. Uh, I played mostly competitive. I like that they gave a dedicated competitive system. They're not perfect by any means. And I would agree with Jake. The older gens are just better games, and that's simply because they had less hardware and to work with so they could just focus on adding more you know just shit into the game as opposed to like graphical limitations and whatever so and less pokemon to work with as well too so yeah because now we're at what a thousand and ten so they could put that all in one game to put they, on i mean deck. i definitely think they they can they're just you know the, the switch is for one just not a very good piece of hardware at all and two game freak is just incompetent game freak like all they gotta all they gotta do is just all they have to do is just give the game a slightly different art style and all of the graphical complaints will go away just make it look intentional (laughs) and it's like yeah okay that's fine breath of the world in truth isn't a graphically like strong game it just has a really good art style that mass everything and it's like yeah well this game looks fucking gorgeous yeah that's because everything kind of has like this 
not I don't want to say like water brush, but like a, a paint stroke over it. And it's like, yeah, okay, this this world feels unique. So yeah, I mean Pokemon Shield was good. Um uh, that's when I played Sword and Shield are good, but the legendaries are by far the worst legendaries, cover legendaries uh, in any of the games. Uh met next to the Gen ones, but they aren't cover legendaries, but I don't fucking like the birds. I don't care what you guys say. They're just they're just birds, man. <laughs> Come on. Damn, bro. Uh that's, I mean that's, the- that's 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 something else, you know that? <laughs> I mean, is that really that much of a hot take? Come on, bro. Who doesn't like Articuno, Ar- Articuno Moltres, Zapdos? They're you good. Don't like their Zapatos. They're good Pokemon to use, but like stylistically, like or like design wise, no, they're not good. Ironically, I think Ho Oh and Lugia are great, and they're birds too. But <laughs> I don't like Gen One because they're just birds. Lugia and Ho Oh at least look, you know, different. Lugia is one of my favorite legendaries, but yeah, the wolves and uh, fucking sword and shield. Yeah, they're just they're just wolves, man. One of them carries a sword in his mouth. No, that doesn't make him cooler. All right. That's, so what what about a was a Gen two was Raiko and Tay and uh, oh, I love I love those. Uh, they have they they they, we, they like look design wise they look weird, but it kind of works. Like when you're like, yeah, these are kind of like they look like a '90s time capsule design. I don't know. I especially love Entei though, Suicune and uh, Raikou. Uh, are you know they're they're good um fucks raiku's the one with like the the leopard print right the yeah the the cloud on his back yeah raiku's is kind of like uh, seems like a bunch of things jumbled together <laughs> uh so yeah i like Entei the most because he at least had like a design philosophy start to end and suicune is you know suicune <laughs> i mean my uh i guess my other hot take uh Pokemon X and Y has the best cover legendaries. Xerneas and Evil Easily. I'll give that to Gen 4. They would also be... Okay, because Giratina... Giratina's fucking dope. Look, come on. <laughs> uh, Giratina, Palkia, and Dalga, and all of them are, are really solid Pokemon. So, not even, like, in terms of being used, uh, like, in use in games, but, like, just design. Like, Giratina, they knocked it out of the fucking park. Especially with his two forms too. Mm-hmm. When you play platinum and you go in the distorted world. Oof. See, I mean, I think that's it for me. I mean, I could have a bunch of Pokemon hot takes, but like, yeah, I don't know. Mimikyu, one of the best Pokemon in general, design wise, use wise, love him. Sylveon's the best evolution, easily. I want to fuck my wild. Is that a hot take? <laughs> okay, I don't know. I don't know if want to is the right word I would use, but like, come on. Like, if I if I had to choose, or like if I was forced to, um, I'd be like, you know, all right, Gardevoir. But if Gardevoir is out of commission, all right, you know, bring in Mawile. No, you're going for the male Gardevoir. <laughs> I forget Gardevoirs can be. I always think of like Gallade being the male version, but I forget that Gardevoir can be a dude. So no, Gallade can only be a man. Yeah, Gallade can only be a male, but. For whatever reason, Gardevoir can be both, but isn't it like a ninety ten split? I don't, I don't know about the splits. You 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 know way more Pokemon than me. Um, Gardevoir is five three. Oh oh, hold on, that was a fifty fifty ratio too. By the way, <laughs> so how would you know? How would you know if it was a male or female? I uh, I think there is a way to tell. Uh. 
I think this episode's been going on too long because we're just thinking about how we're gonna fuck Pokemon. I think we need to end this right we, now. We need to make a Pokemon Smasher Pass episode, by the way. Oh, uh, we are definitely are. Uh, we're gonna be naming all eleven. Was it ten th- or a thousand something? Oh, and you can tell male versus female because uh, female Gardevoirs have like their chest exposed, and uh, male Gardevoirs kind of wear like a vest. Basically, one is like a circle, and one kind of like concaves into a V. Oh, but wait, what did you just say? I, I was, I was looking at the Gardevoir, getting a little. Uh, uh, so we need to end this episode now. Okay. All right. Well, if you want to end it, this has been half uh episode two. Let us know if you guys want to talk about other things. Um, I believe Spotify has a function that lets you guys like leave um, answers. I'll probably like look into that. I'll probably put like a, a poll be- below this episode to ask you guys what you want us to talk about. Or if you want us to talk about more video game things. Or if you want to see that Pokemon Smasher Pass. Who knows? I don't know what I'm putting below there yet. And then also on our Discord, we'll be giving questions uh, or threads every week. And you guys are always more than welcome to drop your own questions um, for us to talk about on the podcast. It could very well be a topic for a specific episode. But yeah, we hope you enjoyed this. Um, it's a very different episode than what we usually talk about in Anime Safe Space. But I think it was fun. Uh, it was pretty fun. Uh, I, th- I think... Uh... We need to have better uh, hot takes from the new age of games, but we mm-hmm. haven't played a whole lot of the new age. So we <laughs> yeah, have... me, me and Jake are trapped in the PS3 era. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's kind of bad. <laughs> um. So yeah, this has been half-assed, and uh, it's time to, uh, as as you said yesterday, Jake, this is what you came up with. It's time to half our ass out of here, right? It's time to half our ass out of here. <laughs> Don't forget to wipe. Don't forget to wipe. <laughs>